so we're going on record as saying we're starting an episode, and that's the story we're sticking to. That's canon. Come what may, reverse what decisions you will, we are uh, talking about those generations. I'm Robert. I'm Keith. And I'm JT. This is one of those pedophile episodes of Oprah where we come out of the gates a little bit heavy. Uh, <laughs> apparently, I was—I don't know—that one was really spontaneous. You get a pedophile, in. right? You get a pedophile. I'm like, everybody. Gets I'm like, a pedophile. you're going hardline, and I'm like, we're gonna stick to it. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna challenge this in the Ninth Circuit. Like, this is bullshit. Well, yeah, I, I was trying to loop into the actual intro of what we're gonna start with. But today, we're starting with uh, Jussie Smollett has had the charges levied against him unlevied. Uh, um, which is an obvious, uh, an obvious plus. Uh, like, I think it's pretty clear that justice was done today. But let's, let's get some, let's get some other opinion. <laughs> what? I didn't say anything because I honestly think that was a hook, and he was waiting for me to bite. To, to be honest, I think Rob's right in a way um, because I, it's, I think they dropped the. The charges, like the city charges, but there's still a federal investigation, right. and that's where they're gonna, that's where they're gonna land his ass. Get him in federal prison. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, so I mean, my understanding is that he he reached a plea deal, not that the charges were just dropped against him. I I think he's doing like community service or something like that. Um. Seriously? For fucking felony? Felony? Yeah. Is it a hate crime? Is faking a hate crime a hate crime? Of course it is. Right? I mean, it's a racist thing to do, so that would make it a hate crime. Mm-hmm. Like, if I... He essentially made it a hate crime. If but... I had you beat me up and then say it was two black guys that did it, when it wasn't... Yelling racial and homophobic slurs. That would be a fucking slurs. hate crime, because the whole point of doing it is to cause trouble for a couple of black guys. You know? I think it is anyway, or it should be. I don't know if it is officially. And I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, I'll go on record as saying that. And I'm sure there's like some sort of conspiracy charge in there because he set it up. Yeah. It wasn't like a fly by night, like just called in and said, "Hey, I was hate crime." He set it up to where he got kind of beat his ass. Yeah, and hate making to do false it. report, all the expenses and the investigation, all of that shit should be um, an issue. Right, that, that everyone, you know, what I mean, they used to have to pay for every all the cost of everything. I, I, I think he paid. He paid like ten grand. Ten grand, cost more than that. Come on, cost more than that. To arrest one guy? No, to investigate all this bullshit. I mean, they you, go pay- to, you go to a, you go to a couple dudes' house. Well, you say, hey, what, what, if, what if those cops were needed on the other side of Chicago because? The fucking gang, uh, the the gun violence there is so horrible. They could have saved lives. Oh day. my god! Thanks a lot, Obama. Thanks a lot, Obama. No, but it definitely gun free zone. Gun free zone. We're not going to advance the narrative that more cops on the streets fucking makes us safer. I'm not saying it makes them safer, but it probably costs more money because now they had to have pe- press conferences where they had to pay cops to keep fucking people at bay yeah. and shit like that. I mean, I think it's worth. It probably costs more than ten grand. It's, it's government. It's like, hey, uh, that pair of shoes that the guy's wearing is twenty grand. And now say, just throw right, all that out. Dollars in coffee cup replacements. <laughs> oh <two> yeah. <laughs> now, but throw all that out the window, right? And consider this. To me, 
what he did is the same as as like when we were talking about how when the girl uh, falsely claimed rape, how that ends up hurting a lot of girls that really were raped or sexually assaulted, you know. Um, you know what I mean? If when, when it comes out, right? Everybody's, you know, it places that doubt and it gets in people's heads, right? So it it, it hurts the people they're emulating. To me, that's kind of the same thing in there. No? I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. Is it didn't help his case or his cause? Well, not only not only now everyone case. like he just a lot of assholes by association all of a sudden that have but, to like distance but, themselves from this. Well, it's like well. Is he really racist? You know, or, or, uh, no. When you know, if something like this really does happen, well, did it really happen? Was it really Trump supporters? Was it? You know what I mean? That type of shit. You open the door for that kind of shit. Once you do something like that, now now everybody knows about it because it's on such a wide national, international um, media, right? Everybody knows. Like I said, now next time if that really happens, it fucks that guy that it happened to. You know what I mean? Because because there are going to be people that doubt him because of this. I definitely don't think that like a... exactly what a Trump supporter wants, though. What? If I'm now, <coughs> 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 just consider this. This is an out there theory. What if the charges were dropped because he was attacked by, you know, <coughs> his, his claims are true, and the people... Wait, that, I thought, did he that not said that they were paid... Did he not admit The guilt? people that said that they were paid did so under duress because the people that actually did the attack um, are so violent uh, that they had... A real credible threat to their lives, and Jesse's going to be moved into witness protection. That's why they only won't show on Empire the last couple episodes. Mm -hmm. they, they don't want people to forget his face. Um, no. <laughs> Didn't he admit it though? Well, yeah, you would want the person that you're. So what you're trying to do is you want the attack to. You're doing a fake false flag. What? A false false flag? Yep. So it's a true flag. No, no he's, he's trying to say that basically that whoever the the f initial aggressors know that they're in the save, so it's easier to say, yeah, I made a false report, and then they know like they're not gonna come after the fault the actual aggressors. I mean, these are some violent motherfuckers. I mean, it's cartel status. Right. You want to do a real attack? Frame it as a faked attack. But actually have done it because now when you go to attack other people, no one believes the people that are like, hey, these people, this group's attacking. I thought you didn't like conspiracy theories. What do you mean? That's a huge fucking conspiracy that's, theory. That's just basic human psychology. That's applied psychology. <laughs> really? <laughs> this is such bait. Where do the fucking green guys come out? What do you mean? The little green men. What? They're everywhere, man. Well, here's the thing, is, okay, alright, no, look, I'm just saying that he came out on national news and made a very bold claim. No, he came out on in international news and lied 
god. And so hold on. You you pointing fingers at a big group of people. You don't trust this guy's word. The guy that lied? Jesse Small. Yeah. How do you know he's telling the truth about lying though? What if he was telling the truth about telling the truth? And he's not lying. Why would he do that? Because of of Big Maga that wants to keep him quiet. So Trump is keeping him quiet. Not him not Trump himself. Trump's not Big Maga. Like, don't be naive. Who's Big Maga? Who's bigger than Trump? Trump is a MAGA puppet. Really? And who, who's who's a puppeteer? Um, is it the Rothschild. Rothschild? <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's, there's a long line of... Of, of people that have yeah. profited from war since, uh, what was it, the medieval... <laughs> We have to go back and see how many episodes in a row we've said Rothschilds at least I'm pretty once. sure it's just about every one of them. <laughs> every like, I, I, yeah, I'm willing to wager that. Somebody should send us a message and let us know. Who's keeping count? Oh, God. Uh, it's Jesse Smollett. Yeah, he... It was a scumbag move. It was fucking racist. Is Trump supporter a race, though? It was directed. More, more it was directed ideology. at white people. Is it a protected class? More of an ideology. Is it a protected it was, class? It was, it was. It was directed at white people. White Trump supporters. Uh, I think he mentioned that there was a Puerto Rican in there. No, I don't think he did. I think he said that there was three really white Aryan dudes <laughs> and then like a mulatto guy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he said that though, so it was cool. For, like the reporter was like, looked at the camera guy, and the camera guy like allowed it. Uh, and, that's not my words. Like, he's a creative type of person, right? He's an artist, right? Being an actor. That's what he gonna, came like, up with. If you're going to stress the second syllable, it's, it's teased. Yeah, it's no, the no, same. I say it how I want to say it. It's not artist. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We never hooked up the fucking video camera. Oh. Well, life's, life's full of disappointments. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was bleeding out my asshole, so I figured maybe you guys could... <laughs> I set up the microphone. What I was setting doing? everything else out. And I, I was I setting up everything. I mentioned that we had to pull it out, and uh, then I, I forgot. I set half the shit up, and then I went and I destroyed my colon. You didn't set anything up. You threw the box into the room, barely, <laughs> and ran while shit was flying out your ass, ran through the room. We're not getting our deposit back on this place. He's got, the, oh. he's got the green apple quick step. <laughs> oh. I think at this point you just move out and buy all new shit. Just leave it behind? <laughs> yeah, just fucking leave the match. He doesn't need new shit. He's got shit in spades. Yeah. Like, he's got plenty of it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's the best story you can come up with, that there were these guys with the rope and the gasoline and all that shit at 3 o'clock in the morning. After his th- rehearsal, or whatever the fuck it was, following him to get him, specifically him, or just because he was a black guy on the street, they were walking around fucking street <coughs> looking for a black guy to do this too in the middle of fucking what was it New York, L.A. Where the fuck was he? It Chicago. wasn't like it wasn't like out in fucking um, Deliverance, Chicago. It was Chicago. Oh yeah, Chicago in the city. Yeah. So did you just say out in Deliverance? Yeah. <laughs> what? Deliverance, Alabama, motherfucker! Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I couldn't remember if it was Alabama or Georgia, and that's, that's my fault. Is that... It's all the same thing. Is that canon? Is that legit? 
Kind of sure, but not really. I don't know how sure he is on that. I know, I know what he's referencing, but I don't yeah, know if that's like the name yeah, of it. I know what he's referencing too. I, just, I don't think that is. I'm gonna Google and see if it's really Deliverance Alabama. Should have called bullshit because I was just like, oh mm-hmm. man, that yeah, that was, sit right with me. I I, I could I couldn't confidently be call I couldn't confidently call bullshit on yeah, it. It wasn't worth a picture. No, absolutely oh. not. Absolutely not. It's the case. It's the verdict. Uh, is Deliverance a true story? <laughs> That's a that's, that's a legit question. Valid, yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's based on a true story. Uh, Deliverance Alabama has if, a Facebook page. Okay, that's not that's not Wikipedia uh, backed yeah. proof that somebody making a fan page for the Deliverance movie. So earlier today, uh, my dad came over and he gave me a little cardboard box with a fucking spider in it, and uh, now it's loose. Yeah. I was not expecting there to be a spider in the box. Uh, there's like a little. Listen, you always bitch about how you want to be superhero, and you fucking get an opportunity, and you fucking scream and run away. So do you a, not want spider abilities? It's this box. It's about what maybe I just watched Spider-Man last night. <laughs> wide. It's about the length of my index finger. Um, small hands. Yeah, it, it's not very big. It's a small box, and there's a little window in it. It's about a half inch by an inch. And I see this fucking spider crawl over the front of this window. I throw this box, right? Cap spills open. It's on my fucking dinner table. There's a flannel blanket also that I just happened to throw it on top of. Kind of like a... uh, We're moving, so there's a bunch of, like, fabric and shit around our place. First of all, I'm super offended right now because that was my fucking flannel shirt. That you're calling a fucking giant blanket? There's <laughs> <laughs> a, a tarp that was hanging yeah, right here. Like, yeah, you, have, you have a little like you have a little couch blanket like that same pattern though. Yeah, I, yeah, I gave it to you though. I thought, oh. I thought you had it in your room. Well, uh, yeah, but Kendall brings it out all the fucking time. I'm very petite. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he's yeah, seven he, foot four. Yeah, <laughs> three hundred and eighty pounds, but yeah, hulking mass. Yeah. So anyways, now there's a there's a brown recluse somewhere. Probably, I hope it's in your fucking shirt, honestly. No, no, it was running across the table. I, know, I killed it. it was I don't think he did, because I went back to look at the body later, and it was gone. Okay. I, I think it outsmarted you. It's, imprint, it's, it's like imprint in the grass. Yeah, it's fucking hiding under your pillow right now. Like to go He's got a knife. He's waiting for him. Right. Did, uh... I know you probably saw it. Did you see the CNBC breakdown of the $500,000 people? Well, like, I didn't understand the point of it, because, like... It was them bitching that they only get to save, quote, uh, quote or have $7,000 left after making $500,000 a year. Who was bitching? It was uh, just so I think it was a lawyer. I think they said it was, like, a lawyer. Yeah. It, was like, it was like, here's how to make $500,000 and still feel, feel average. average. Yeah. Because average people have $7,000 just, just extra. And well, that's not after only that, but the, three vacations a year. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. It was. I'm like. And that's after thirty six thousand dollars that they put away just in their four hundred one k. Right. <clears throat> it's like people that don't make thirty six thousand dollars at all. How is? I mean, like, exactly. But, but I, I, when I when I read it, I was like, who's this coming from? Like, it's like who wrote this? Was it a specific person or like a company or right. like because before there had been people that said shit like you know a football player said something like uh yeah so what i make whatever whatever you know how much insurance is on a ferrari 
You know, that was his defense for needing more money, is that the insurance on his very expensive car cost a lot of money. That happens. Yeah. But, but, but you could point to a specific player. I can't remember who it was, but you know what I mean? That's, was it something like that? Do you know who actually said it? Was it a famous person or... No, no it was, it was, just, a, it was I gotta, some CNBC bullshit. Yeah, I think they were... Well, uh, like a, a, it was uh, probably hypothetical. Or, I don't know if it was... Like an actual no, couple's budget. No, I think it's an actual couple. Yeah, okay. Maybe. I'm, I'm pulling up the article now. Yeah, so Sam Sam Dodgen of Financial Samurai breaks down the budget of two New York City-based spouses, each of whom makes $250,000 a year. They are 35 years old and have two young children. The couple shared their story and decided to anonymously highlight their reported expenses. So, I mean, on this breakdown... Wait, they anonymously highlighted it? Didn't we just learn their names? No, that's the guy who wrote it. He probably, they probably, he probably met with them and wrote this article. But it's like, they try to like... I think he tried to sugarcoat it to maybe make it seem like... Okay, it says, clothes for four people. No fancy bags, shoes, or threads. $9,500 a year. I've spent three or four hundred dollars in clothes in the past five years. Yeah, same. I, with the exception of maybe a few larger items, uh, I, I've probably never cracked a grand yeah. in a year. Yeah, if, yeah, on clothes, excluding shoes because shoes are exactly. expensive. I think mean, I'm thinking shoes, and like, I, bought, I bought a suit in the last couple of years. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm excluding some of those big. Yeah. I do, exactly. Yeah, I do yeah. get clothes for gifts, but like. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think I'm cracking on a general year basis a grand. So let alone four people should maybe be four. Yeah. Maybe. I don't budget money for clothes. That's something that's like that's an expense I consider to come up. Of like, damn, I ripped the crotch out of my last pair of slacks. I'm gonna go to I'm, I'm gonna go to Sears and get you know, a couple pairs of slacks or whatever. Well, I just think it's interesting they have like childcare in here for forty two thousand dollars. That's ch- childcare. I don't know if that's tuition or younger kids, but it can't be that young if they have sports, piano, violin, and academics, which is a separate category. It's where probably just like after school care. Which is another twelve hundred and or twelve thousand five hundred dollars on top of the forty two thousand that they're already doing for these two kids, uh, which none of one of those apparently include food because they have food for four, and includes date nights every two weeks, and uh, not to mention the three vacations a year, driving a BMW five series on a Land Cruiser. They apparently spend five grand in gas in New York, which I find it hard to believe. Low under high. Definitely, definitely high. I did the math. I mean, that works out to about $450 a month. Maybe they do a lot of driving. Not in New York, man. Not in New York City. I, I, I drive... If they, if they both commute, though. Even if they both commute, there's no way. I could drive to and back from the city and still not spend nearly as much as I'm spending here driving significant mileage. I figured they'd have a decent... Gallon price. I thought it would be probably. They have a different, but like, I, there's just no. Gallons. If they're commuting, there's just no way that they're still spending that amount of gas. Like, it's outrageous. Well, they also have to factor in that they're taking three vacations a year. They, they might <laughs> try to save trip. some money. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a road trip. Maybe that's yeah. The three vacations Average a year. Road, it all yeah. fails. So it's only eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah, like that's only six thousand per vacation. Like, is that really even enough money to relax on? Like, right. Uh you're worried. You're gonna be worried about running out of your six grand the whole time you're on vacation. But this is one of those things of like I don't understand this budget at all. Like for people that are lawyers and supposed to be intelligent, like they spend sixty thousand uh, dollars a year on this house, but they decide to still pay student loans. So in the beginning of this situation, why weren't they paying off their student loans first? 
Then go buy a house. You know what I mean? It's like student loan uh, interest might have been cheaper. Like if, depending on like if if you had a really low student loan, uh, yeah, but rate, for for simple financial it. security, it, you can never get rid of a student loan. No. Never. You can go bankrupt and lose a house, and that'll be off your record seven years later. You can never lose a student loan because yeah. they're federally backed or federally backed student loans, which I'm assuming is what they have. That's what most of them are. Mm. So it's financial. It makes financial sense to get rid of your student loans. All right, David Ramsey. But they're lawyers, not accountants. Apparently, like they need to go like buddy up with some fucking accountants. Yeah. And maybe not get a million dollar and a half fucking house. Yeah, use one of their fifty six date nights a year. Wait. Every two every weeks. Every two weeks. Yeah. Alright, yeah. Yeah. No reason I think I like my payments. Like I get twenty six yeah, exactly. checks yeah. here. Yeah, I was trying I was trying to do that same thing. I was like, how many times do you get paid? You know this. Um somebody pointed out, I don't know how it's true, I'd have to back it up. Uh, that the forty thousand or the forty percent effective tax rate is actually thirty five for a couple, is what I heard. So they actually probably save more than this, and they're actually putting out there, or they're fucking. They probably apparently they're not accountants; they're just lawyers. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they spent eighteen grand each before taxes in their tax contributions. Right. I mean, sorry, you only make five hundred grand a year. Sorry, you drive a fucking five series in a Land Rover. I mean, they put eighteen thousand dollars. Live in a city where you don't need to drive at all. Right. Sorry, you can't have a vacation every quarter, and that there is a three month stint where you can't take a vacation. I'm sorry. The Feed the Children slash College Alumni Association. They spent eighteen grand a year. Oh my. That's outrageous. Like it's one thing, and the funny thing is, like, because you know they put the College Alumni things. That might be where the majority of that's going. Because if they would have said Feed the Children, you know, instead of volunteering their time, their money's just as good. Apparently. Right. But it's like. <laughs> I just, I hate the, and I wouldn't fucking do it. They're in debt to even pay what they already owe for attending the school. They're, you're not in a position to donate to the fucking school. They're still leeching on you and prop, they're making their profit off of you. They don't need your money. They're doing fine. You're donating to a very successful business that you already have a very steep subscription to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really get the whole donating to your alma mater thing. I, I would never... Um. I mean, not unless that they... Okay, the only way I could see maybe uh, donating to my alum is they they specifically gave me a scholarship, a full ride, and I was able to become successful with that full ride, I have enough to give back to my alumni association so they can give more scholarships. That's the only way I could see that maybe happening. Now, now fuck that. I am them giving back. Like, they're, they're a multi-trillion dollar corporation. Each university. And they're gonna come to me begging because I managed to fucking swindle an education out of them? They managed to swindle profit out of me for fucking sitting in a room and hearing a bunch of shit that I already read on Wikipedia? I love how like the top comments on it because this is on the Twitter feed. It says the first one on here. Uh, I don't know who this guy is. Morgan Hassel. Our Twitter feed? No, no. This is this guy. This is on the Twitter feed where they originally posted this. Uh, a hill I'm willing to die on is pointing <laughs> out that the four hundred one k contributions are savings and not expenses. So in thirty six thousand dollars in four hundred one k contributions should be added to what's left over. It's not really. And then along with the eighteen thousand dollars in charity contributions, not an expense either. <laughs> if you fix the headline becomes this 
this couple makes $500,000 and spends too much money and still saves more than 20% of their after-tax salary, which doesn't sound as good. Oh, man. Well, it's funny because their child care at $42,000, if they pay that to a nanny, then their nanny probably makes more than most people's average. Although, I don't know. I think the average is a little There was somebody who was joking about that, like, $42,000 for child care? I'm quitting my job right now. Right. But like I said, the, the only thing is I'm getting is it has to be... Uh, child care is a bad, ambiguous term because I'm like, sports, piano, violin, academics. What... If Are they in school? Is that part of their tuition cost? Or is part of the children's lessons, like... Well, it could be, like... A, it's got to be tuition. Pre, it could be the premier preschool in New York City. There's not playing piano, violin, or doing that many sports at that age. Or needing tutoring to be in the premier preschool. If they're socialites. I mean... Socialites don't actually tutor their kids. They just cheat. I mean, I think they're trying to put off that they spend almost... Let's see... Um, That's a valid point. Where's, where's, okay, wait, wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna write on this. They got forty two thousand. <coughs> I don't know. They got. I wish it was stronger. Uh, Eleven and a half thousand. Yeah, I just oof, the flavor. Lemony aftertaste. Yeah, it's not very bold. Mm. You think that? I'm guessing those vacations maybe get. I'm gonna split that too towards the kids because I imagine they're bringing their kids with them. It's 9,000. <coughs> Didn't it specify? Well, no. Like it, yeah. One was with the kids or two was with no, the kids? No, it just says three vacations a year. Um, close for four, so they get half of that. That's 6,000. Um, and then they had a full fucking 12,000. So 53K, 60... 2k 68k they're saying they're spending 90 90 90k a year on these two kids that's expensive though yeah are expensive that that's fucking crazy yeah. i don't think they're worth it no nah, definitely not a wise investment you don't you don't get your return fast enough for my taste. Right. I mean, they're really just there to or like make, They're really just there to make sure the box gets in the in the fucking hole. Hey, I offered to buy your fish tacos earlier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, touche. <laughs> I said we were good. I, I didn't see you push back hard enough. I think well, you're no, I think you're holding the money and be like I'll uh, pay for I these, man. I, 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 tried to, I tried to take it, but he wouldn't let go. He's, he's stronger like, than he looks. He's like, he's like, no, no, I'll pay for them. Let go of the money. No, I, no, I told him. I was like, hey, I'm stopping at something. I'm stopping somewhere on the way back from Walmart. What do you want? And he's like, whatever. I was like, cool. You know, these two places, I'm down for. And he says what he wants. And whatever. Like, Are you afraid to name drop Filibertos? Here's the thing. <laughs> Alright, if we're gonna if we're gonna name drop Filibertos, you just open the fucking floodgates, my friend. Uh-oh. Fuck Filibertos. Oh god. I don't give a shit about Filibertos. Oh god, here it comes. I just shit my left <laughs> nut out of my asshole. I suction cupped my testicle from the front of my dick out the back of my asshole, and I shat it into the fucking toilet. I didn't go in after it because it was in a goddamn swamp. 
It was fucked up in there. Um, and it was sudden. Like, I was fine. We were, I don't remember what we were talking about. We were talking about some shit. Uh, and then I got, I got like, a fucking cramp. I, I felt like someone stabbed me. And we have a ghost. We have a demon in this apartment. No, it's a poltergeist. Let's, we, let's... we have a poltergeist in this. I think it's a demon. I don't know. I, I'm he asked right. me how my legs taste, dude. Like, that's fucked up. Well, that's what a poltergeist does. He fucks with you. That's exactly what a poltergeist would do. Okay, so... Because if it was a demon, he would taste your fucking legs and actually tell you what it tastes no, like. this apartment's haunted. And this one time... I feel bad for the next people that have this apartment. Yeah, uh, this one time, I was... Ooh, we should do... I'm not going to tell the story. I'll tell you afterwards, but we should do an episode of Paranormal Activity. Uh, where we just tell all of our ghost stories from the apartment. That'll be like one of the last episodes in this apartment. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm not going to tell you guys here, these guys are going to get to find out, but suffice to say, I mean, you guys know the thrust of the story. Something, an entity in my room asked me how my legs taste in plain English. Um, Even the most demons, I think, only speak Aramaic. But, I think uh, this guy's learned it, though. <laughs> I thought, he had, dude, like, it's a pompous British accent. It's, that's okay. That definitely sounds like a poltergeist to me. <laughs> like I'm telling you, man, somebody died in here, and they're like, "I'm gonna fuck with these people." And I don't know what it is. I think that might have been their old room because, like, they don't really dive even to my side too much. Yeah, it's just my. I think it's in my. I think it's in my closet. I think there was rituals in my closet. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're gonna have a paranormal episode here in a couple weeks. We're moving in a month. Um, so four more episodes here. And then we're going to be start recording from our studio. Uh, we'll have an actual official designated space for recording where our stuff's always there and ready. Uh, we're going to get like a media room going. We're starting a media empire, a distribution company, and route. Uh, Baker Street Media Group, 2019 into 2020, large and in charge, um, LLC. That's just Baker Street LLC. Leave us a voice message. No, it's, that's the whole. We're, we're gonna we're gonna reorganize the whole company name. We got it. We have it on camera. We're gonna become uh, Nike. I don't think Nike's copyrighted yet. And you should talk I don't to. Know if they ever got onto that. They, it may not be. Uh, you should talk to the creepy porn lawyer. <laughs> He's got some shit to say about Nike, my friend. Oh, oh, okay. Avenatti. Avenatti. I was like, I was like, creepy porn lawyer. So the only way I know him. Um, I think. Nike's gonna go out of business. Uh, I kind of wanna. Uh, I think I'm gonna jump in after Avenatti condemns them. I'm gonna jump in and buy a bunch of stock for free, cause they'll it'll be just abysmal. I might be CEO of Nike in three or four years. Well, he's. I mean, I think they're running out of employees. I feel like that. Uh, I think the um, the children population in China is, is diminished, so they don't have too much of a working staff. Uh, kids in China. Not enough. I mean, capitalism swept through it. Yeah, everyone knows capitalism kills kids. (laughs) (laughs) Much like communism, it also kills kids. (laughs) For some reason, our species likes to kill kids. Right. It's just, how are we going to go about this this child murder? It's like, we got two routes here. It's not the same length. Flip a coin. I got into a debate with Kendall the other day. (laughs) She goes... She goes, all right. I, I kept pausing our stand-up special. Like, halfway through, I started pausing every couple minutes because it wasn't very funny. I was kind of disappointed with the guy. Um, what was his name? It was, uh, it was Bill Burr. I think his or Hidden Miss, I think. It was one of his more recent ones. His old ones are fucking... Oh. He was on fire for, like, four specials, specials in a row, and his latest one is just, like... I feel like he's kind of, like, 
uh, grasping at his own persona. A I think he's bit. re he's probably have to reimagine. He, he's a bit. been living in L.A. for a long time now. I think oh, really? He's losing that. Like he's from Boston area. Boston. Yeah, I think he's losing, and that was a big part. He was the angry redhead Boston guy, you know. And I don't know, maybe he's losing some of that. Well, I mean, I think it's he's probably just just less angry in general because I think he's he's been going going to therapy a lot. He's married. He's got a family, and I think he's probably just at a different point in his life. Yeah, like which is fine and probably good. He's going to be pissed off at everything like he used to. It's like "Eh, his life's not that bad now. Right, but eventually it was just like that's that's just factually wrong. Like it's it's funny. It's funny if you're genuinely ignorant, or if you if you know that it's satire and it's funny because it's satire. But it wasn't funny because I don't think the audience like it didn't feel like obvious enough satire to where it was like like this isn't history. So, anyways, we got into this big debate with Kendall about like Hitler and Stalin and all this fucking World War Two bullshit. During the Bill Burr comedy special. Yeah, yeah. I keep pausing it. I keep pausing this shit. And uh, this, this special takes like an extra hour and a half. Eventually she just goes... It's only a 30 minute special. She, she's like, alright, well, let's just... Why don't we just put the TV back on? We'll just like agree to disagree. I'm like, alright, that's fine. Like, whatever. I'm, I'm cool with that. It's probably I'm probably hyper-focusing on this one issue. And you're not gonna give up and I'm not gonna give up. So we'll just, whatever. We'll come back to it another time when we both have energy. So I, pl- I play the thing and I'm just watching it. And I'm, I'm, I'm about to pause it again. And uh, I'm like, you know what, fucking, whatever. We, we, are, we agreed to disagree, let's just watch the special, it's kind of funny, it's whatever, it's enjoyable. A couple minutes later, she's like, <clears throat> so, <laughs> I, look, I, I, I look over, because uh, I, was, I, was I was at the, this, I turned my dresser kind of into a stand-up desk so I can stand up and like write and shit and do some like D&D stuff. And uh, she's like, <clears throat> so, I turn around and she's like, it's just the TV and she's like looking at her phone, she's all like hunched up. It says here that, <laughs> and I'm like, are you doing research? <laughs> yup. Oh, we man. just agreed to disagree. You can't go learn and then try to make extra points you didn't know about just now. <laughs> she's like, when I, you see it in a draw. She's like, I can't think of anything that will beat your argument, and you can't think of anything. I'm like, all right, I agree to disagree. And while you're busy, I'm going to research how to beat your argument. Right? I was like, you son of a bitch. Like, I'm doing some stuff right now. I'm working on something else. <laughs> My energy's in a different world. Oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's some shit. I was like, God damn it, dude. Like, I still won. Obviously, I still won the debate. Like, I, I, I. I'd be interested to hear Kendall's opinion on that. Dude, I, I was, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, we're going back. She's like, oh yeah, we're back. I was like, all right. I paused the thing. I sat right back at the bed. I was like, show me what you got, because you didn't know what the fuck you were talking about just ten minutes ago. Oh man. Are, are you gonna say what the argument was? Uh, she was saying that. Oh, let's see. I think we were arguing who was. She was saying that. Oh, what was that? I think Bill Burr was saying that he doesn't get why Hitler's the face of evil and that it should be Stalin, numerically speaking. And he was making that point with like the wrong numbers, which is why I was like I was like, okay, like you can make the same point and you can use the right numbers. It's still accurate. Like you don't have to lie like it, like, it's still funny, and you're still right, and you're still saying all the same shit. Just use the actual fucking numbers that these people killed. Like, I don't know. Was, was he, like, hyper 
hyperbolic. No, I think or? I think with the his Stalin numbers, he was reasonably accurate. But then with his Hitler numbers, he was quoting the number of Jews killed as the total victims of the Holocaust. Nah, that's bad. That's a bad number. I agree. Right. So he said he, he was he was like six to eight million people. That's how many people Hitler killed. Six to eight million people. And I'm like, he killed like 14 to 16 million people. You're only counting European Jews. He only killed 6 to 8 million European Jews. That one specific ethnic group, he still killed 8 million of them. If you take into account all the vi- the, the gays, the disabled, the, the, the Romani, t- the, the, uh, the, the homosexuals, right, the mentally disabled, all those people, that's like 18 to 20 million people potentially that he killed. Right. Still less than Stalin's purported numbers, but accurately so, at least. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just think it's not only, like, not only is it wrong, but, like, in that specific instance... Irresponsible. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, it's you, don't, you don't have to be hyperbolic down. You could say, oh, Hitler only killed 100 million and Stalin killed a billion. It's, oh, those numbers are way too big. But then it's like, you're literally saying Hitler didn't kill... 12 million people that he did fucking murder. You're, you're like, you're, you're just discounting their suffering and their plight. And you're just like, oh, these poor, like, literally these poor, just these white people. Like, the all the minorities that he killed, they don't count. Hitler only killed 6 million humans that we're going to actually consider. Everyone else we don't actually care about, and they don't count. Like, it, it was just a bullshit thing. And that was, and I was you like... You don't think that, that that's how he... Feels, no, but like because he's not racist at all. But if you're making if you're making jokes about the Holocaust, I mean, it, it was you a, should be accurate. That's like yeah, a that's you. like a five minute Wikipedia search. Right? Yeah. If, if you're if you're, he's obviously doing, he wasn't born with this knowledge about how many people that these despots have killed. If you're doing research for the sake of making a joke, I mean, use look, the fucking research. Don't it, lie. Like, let's do a different a simple don't, search. Don't not use. Like, how hard is it to just be like? No, I'm not disagreeing. No, yeah, like I, 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 like it was. I thought it was just really distasteful. So, was what like, was on. what was Kendall's stance on this? Um, she was saying that she was saying that Stalin was more evil than Hitler because he killed more people. So the way they killed them, it doesn't play in. She tried to she tried to discount that because Vlad the Impaler, the way he killed people was. Fucking, you know what I mean? Puts him way up hot, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I mean, that was a, that that was a military was, thing. Yeah, that was defense. They were soldiers. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. right. But even still, right? That, that's still how, fucked it, up. It, it plays into the level of evil, in my opinion, right? So if you die by getting executed by shot in the head, and your stomach is full, or at least you're not fucking so in skinny and pale that you're a grown man and weigh like sixty pounds or whatever. Yeah, that sucks. But to live for a year and a half starving and beaten and tortured and scared and cold and just fucking hopeless and tortured and then die, I mean, that's that's worse, right? I mean, I'd rather have the fast one would be more merciful, I think, well, so. And I, I tried to go more to, like, the, the, the root of, the, like, the motivations, right? Where... First of all, Hitler's the, the, the face of evil because he he revolutionized state violence in, in such that 
he was the first human being to join industrial power with state-sanctioned violence. Like he he made death into a, a, a an assembly line product. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Literally. why. Yeah. That's why. Like because it was so manipulative and shadowy and multi-leveled to the point where a lot of the Germans that were nominally Nazis had no idea what was actually happening. Like they were all for like like and it's not that this excuses anything and it's still like fucked up and disgusting but they were just like we're just sending them out we're just getting rid of them like we're not we're not like systematically murdering them we're just sending them off somewhere like they're just gone we don't have to worry about them anymore they didn't know necessarily that they were being fucking killed uh so like it it was multi-level it was tiered it was double blind sadistic murder for racist ethnic cleansing purposes Mm-hmm. Whereas my homeboy Stalin over there, are you saying on record that Stalin's your homeboy? I'm saying that <laughs> I'm saying Stalin's better than Hitler. I I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get that, and I just a quick update. A quick single search on Wikipedia clearly says estimates. Are of total deaths of the Holocaust being over seventeen million. Yeah, you know. So front okay. page. So, so Kendall's position is Stalin is more evil because he killed more people. Right. Okay. And your position is uh, Hitler's more evil because he reveled in it. He took it to new heights of depravity. Yeah. He 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 changed how it's done and he did it for different reasons he did it just to do it and he did it differently with ingenuity and creativity and he he made it a concerted team effort of multiple fucked up individuals was stalin's a racist thing stalin's was he killed a lot of russians there's there's, there was a lot of people of like i think like I'm paraphrasing. I think about as many Ukrainians died in one thing as total deaths in the Holocaust because of something Stalin did. Right, but but Ukrainian is a nationality, right? Not a race. Right? Wait. I don't don't, don't know exactly where the distinction lies with, with that. I don't. I don't either. It's always been kind of confusing for me, right? I know. I know for sure it's a nationality. Yeah, I know um, for sure it's a nationality. It's their a country. But right? yeah, yeah. But like. But I think race, they are races. Races cultural enough to the point where, like, in America, it, Ukrainian might not be a race, but in Eastern Europe, it is. Does that make sense? Where, like, in Eastern Europe, like a. Uh, um, a Czech might hate a Ukrainian because they're Ukrainian. So I think I no, actually, and that, that might come with like certain. I was looking this up the other day. I'm remembering now. Oh, I think okay. there's like, I think the general thought is there's five or seven, something like that, right? Um, there was there was Asian, uh, there was African, there was uh, I can't remember the word for the white uh, Caucasian. Okay, but it was. 
Might have been a two-word one. Like Anglo-Saxon. Or Euro-Caucasian or something. I can't remember. Um, and then there was one for, I think, indigenous people. So what does that put me up to? Five, four. Oh, I four. lost count. I can't count that high. Yeah, four. But there was something else I'm missing, too. But I don't think um, Russian or Ukrainian was, was in it. I see what you're saying. So, I guess to me, that that's it's not a racist thing. It's a nationalist thing, right? But 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 so to me, I guess I don't know. That that makes it. I don't. For some reason, it's a little more acceptable to me to hate another country, because usually you're hating the country because of their politics or or, or whatever you disagree with that, right? Um than to hate somebody because of how they were born, right? If they if they had um, some kind of, um, you know, disability or... So you can hate someone from where they were born, or if they not were homosexual. how they were born. Not so much, like I said, it's not because of the where, but if I hate a country, that, that country, oh, those fucking Canadians, it's probably because either their politics, right, I think are bullshit, and no, uh, or, like, they have a reputation, like, uh, you know, like Americans do over in Europe, all oh, those fat, rude Americans, you know what I mean? We're not all fat and rude, but enough of us are when we go on vacation to them, to where it's a stereotype over there. Um, so it's, to me, that's not as bad, like, if I don't like you because you're personality or I don't like you because I think your politics are ridiculous right I don't like you because you're a dictator I don't like dictators right um, type of type of thing that's kind of what I'm saying versus I'm killing you because you're brown or because you're gay or be, right that to me is just more gross because you know I don't I don't even know if that makes sense yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I think if you're choosing to identify with a country, I guess if I saw it as like, if I met somebody on the phone and I saw them the first time, like, I may not have an immediate response on how to feel about them, but if they said, "Oh, I'm Canadian," I might be like, "You piece of shit." Right. But at the same time, too, they may be like defending Canada. I'd be like, "All right, yeah, I don't like you because you're fucking Canadian now." You know? Yeah, like, like I think maybe you're saying like, in that situation. Well, I'm not liking you because of you. Brown, black. Exactly. I don't like you because of what you believe in. I don't like you because of your politics. I don't like you because of your beliefs versus my beliefs, or whatever the case may be. To me, that's you specifically, or you specifically as a group or a country um, that I don't like because that's my perception of the whole country. Because that's what I see in the news or fucking whatever, right? <coughs> I don't care. Yeah, to your point, there could be like if it's England. I hate I hate fucking England. Everybody in them, they're a bunch of fucking limeys. There are fucking Asian English people. There are you know a Caucasian English, but there are black Asian. It's it's yeah, pretty diverse. I, I just I, I think that like once you get to that point, uh, I, I I don't. Like I see the distinction. I just don't think it's. But I think as as distinct as you do. Well, I think it's more. I think, in all fairness, I think that was more distinct during those times. People judged you hard on where you came from. But it was also because where you came from was largely racial. 
In a way, yeah, I agree like, with that. Like, they weren't judging you because you were born in China. They were judging you because you were a quote-unquote Chinaman. Like, but yeah, but if you think about it... Not always true, because what if uh, France and England are fighting? Well, I was about to say, like, there's a lot of... white. There's probably memories of fresher wars. Okay, yeah. Fresher wars back then of, like, we fought you guys recently in the last 100 years or 200 years or 30 years ago. That was probably a lot fresher in people's minds. Well, of the even, little even fucking conflicts and wars that were going on, not to mention like the imperialism of certain countries being like, well, yeah, you fucked over my country, you know. Just the competition, right, of, of getting colonies and making more money, and there's only so much to go around, and you're competing with these other countries that are right next to you. So even if you're not actively warring with them, they're still your competitor. Yeah. At, at minimum, you know. Yeah, I think that was definitely more of a, a time difference especially when i think of like probably ukrainians and stalin i'm sure there was wars fought between them and ukraine tons of times and that was probably fresh in their fucking memory like i'm gonna tell these fucking ukrainians that killed so many of our russian people in the last hundred years versus a set person people that probably didn't really do anything that's probably more fresh in the mind and that doesn't seem that bad when you're like yeah they fucking probably killed a bunch of our guys a lot in the last hundred years and they fucking stepped out of their territory like if you hate Turkish people. Are you racist? Just some really obscure ones right now. Like, just Turkish people. Nobody else from that whole region. Just from that country. I mean, does Turkey have, like... Does Turkey have, like, massive traditions where, like, it's generally accepted and most people accept it there and then I'm like, that's fucked up. Maybe. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily racism, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I think at that point, you're... You're you're getting into a, a local theater of prejudice where if you live in America, you don't really have any motivation or reason or even opportunity to have hate generated towards Turkish people or Turkey. To you, they're Middle Easterners or they're Muslims or they're whatever that that you're now you're taking what they what you don't like about this group of people and you're applying it to what that group is represented as in your culture. Like if you were in the Middle East, like say you're in like uh, Greece or whatever, uh, Georgia, then like yeah, you can probably specifically hate Turkish people. You're probably it's still you're still probably wrong on most counts on an individual basis. Um, you're still judging a group of people by your preconceived notions, but yeah, you can have that directed animosity towards that group of people because you have the reason and motivation and the opportunity. They're your, they're your neighbor, like like we have with Mexico. Just I was, thinking, by, I was thinking, by proximity, right? That's like, funny. I thought I was thinking I was thinking California more on a local level. Yeah, I'm I, like that's how we you know we like I fucking hate people from California. They're pretentious. They do this. They do that. They probably feel that way to some extent in their co- neighboring countries. It's a lot different. They're, you know, it's more of a free-form... What about places. French people? What about them? Wee oui, wee, oui, fucking froggy, oh, a bunch of... Fro- you know. I mean, I don't know. I think. So, but there, is that racism? I mean, like... It, like kind is of. it racist to mock someone's accent? Mm-hmm. Like, No, I hate people from France. You're from France, I fucking hate you. I mean, I'm assuming you have some sort of reason to why you hate them. But why is that different than Turkey, though? Well, it's, I, it's hating a country that's far away, not proximity to me. The only difference is Turkey is 
Yeah. I'm assuming well, you might brown Like I would think it's weird. I think it's weird. And it, I, the only, but not the, racist. The, I mean, I feel like we might deal more with France and Western politics, so there might be a little bit of a reason be like, uh, you know, we have to deal with them on a Western, as a Western culture. I, it's probably a little different to me, but I, I don't think it's racism per se. I mean, I would ask you, well, why do you hate France? I'd probably ask you the same thing if you asked, I, you said the thing about Turkey, but like, why, why do you hate Turkey? And then if you come back with, because they're Turkish or they're French, it's not really a, a reason. Uh, same answer for both. They're cowards. They have a history of cowardice. So you, you hit them because they're... I mean, I I'm just, not stating that no, as, as my thought. I'm saying that as for our conversation. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't think... And, you, and that is actually the argument for the French a lot of times. When they make that argument, oh, they're cowards. They, we would say... They, 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 you guys have heard they, that, right? So that's why... True, but they've... Yeah. they've, they've but like Give it a lot to Western I, culture. Yeah, every time I hear that, I, I just say this. I'm not making that argument. No, I know. I'm just saying that's kind of hip hop. That, I mean, like, to okay. me, that's like a, I think it's a funny joke. It, it, it's just like a joke in light of itself. Personally. At this point, yeah. that's kind of, it's gotten to just yeah. a cartoony joke, yes. But that's my reason for hating both of them. Whether it's true or not, whatever. I mean, are you going out and committing genocide to the French and Turkish because of no. them being cowards? No, I just fucking hate them. I don't know. But it was hate, racist to hate Turkey. But it's okay to hate France. No, I don't. No, I if you gave a valid reason, you're just saying there's no probably reason that you would hate them if you're not in close to. Oh yeah, I would just like if if you're from that area, yeah. Like if you're, you're if you're from Spain, you can hate the French because you probably have a daily interaction with the French <sighs> no, people. I hate them from here. I think that's weird. But it's not racist. I think it's misplaced. It's not racist. Nah, I wouldn't call that racism. All right, I hate Turkey. If you had a valid if reason, if, it's a, if you're still you in that same situation, I think it's just as weird. It's just as weird and probably but just not racist. No. Okay. No. I thought I was misunderstanding what you were saying, and I, I for some reason was thinking that you were saying that me hating Turkey would be racist, but me hating France wouldn't be. And I'm like, well, that, that's what I was. Trying, well, because was it, if you gave the valid argument of they're cowards, that's kind of a universal thing. Giving a answer of let's say they're not. A democracy, or they're not that, or they're not this, might be more of a edging it towards racism. They're not like us, you know. That would probably be edging towards racism. But if you're using like a general, like they're cowards, well, and calling them cowards over there not being a democracy, I would think would be closer to racism. Because not so people would probably say that that's, whatever is a factual. Thing, that's Western supremacy, right. and that we have to have democracy to be able to succeed as a country. Well, yeah. That, that's that's uh, an opinion where you're saying that a theocracy may not work, even though it may. Yeah, I don't think that's worse, though. I, don't know, I, I, yeah, I just think, I mean, speaking of democracy, we we done we done been doing a, we done a lot of meddling since like the Cold War, man. Like, <laughs> Who? United States implementing. "Quote unquote democ- like, democracies." Like, like we're not a democracy. Though. Like, like the 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 you the world used to be fucking. I saw this really sad. K pop makes me really sad. I like K pop. It makes me really sad. Did the rapper that go into prison? No, that's what? No, that's that's Takashi Six Nine. I love his the, memes though. I gave you this. I gave you that. I got. <laughs> <laughs> you know the lady from Fro House. <laughs> Um, oh fuck! I forgot what I was gonna say. 
Uh, you said it's something about K-pop. It makes me really sad. Oh yeah, it's just like everywhere is just it's just like us now. It's just like oh here's like our local flavor of America. Yeah. Here here's what we do. At, like this is our Im- Im- impersonation of America. Like like there's still like local culture, but. I'm, it's not what's advertised. It's yeah. advertises the 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 Western flavored. Yeah. Like I miss the days of like seeing the like the United Nations and actually seeing like a wide variety of formal wear. Right, it's not a suit and tie. Damn near everyone just wears a suit. Yeah. The, the, some I agree. of the Arabian countries wear their religious wear. Same thing with some of the Eastern countries, but a lot of people just wear suits. It's like, okay, but I mean and that's the cool thing is like I wish I agree, because it'd be cool. Like even European cultures and other Western cultures, like they have other formal wear that comes from their heritage and cultures, like Wear those. Right. That'd be cool. Right? Yeah. Like, bring your kilt to the UN. Wear that. Like exactly. That. I, I think that's fine, and I think it should be encouraged, especially at the UN. L- later hosen for the German representatives. Like, yeah. something cool. You know, those are cool wear. Polish, whatever. Like, there's yeah. a lot of formal wear that's really cool. I think it's offensive. To wear culture wear? No. Oh. For you to try to push what you think is right for them to wear on them. Maybe they want to wear a suit. Maybe it makes them feel like they fit in better. Maybe it gives them confidence. Maybe they feel special because they don't get to wear the suit as often, but they get to when they're going to this particular event. So I find it offensive and a little bit racist that you look down on them enough to where you feel you have to dictate what they could wear. All right, they can wear whatever they want. Yeah, I mean, like, you're allowed to think that. <laughs> Sorry if you feel like you have to think that, but like, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I agree. Like, you I had me for a second when you were shaking your head. I'm like, no, did I really? Is he really agree with me right now? <laughs> I mean, you could definitely I thought, think hey, it. Do you agree with me there? I'm like, fuck. I mean, but we've imposed on them what their ideal formal wear should be coming from us. Because, like, you're not wearing a suit and tie, and I'm supposed to but shake hands with that's, you. That's not Maybe you should wear a suit and tie. The, in the Middle Eastern meetings, all the time, they're, they, they, not all the time, but oftentimes, you'll see pictures, uh, Trump, Obama, Bush, all, and they're wearing their mm-hmm. traditional. Well, yeah, and, and those, are the, those are the exceptions. Yeah. And they're interesting to see, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they're also, they're also still kings, like. Yeah, they don't have to appease yeah. us. And, and right. they're, they're not they're not present like they're, that's their that's royal robes and, and garments and shit. Oh, so I'm sorry, you're just talking about day to day people. No, I'm yeah. talking about like I am talking about formal wear. Oh. Like like you like you did raise a valid point. I mentioned that when I what I what, and what I was saying as well. Is the, the, a lot of Middle Eastern leaders do wear their traditional cultural wear stuff. Yeah. Because they don't um, feel like they have to impress us in any way. Yeah, they do like the the uh, uh, distinct look that I notice is like they'll do like the rings, and I don't know if this is formal and maybe casual. I'm really ignorant on it, but I, I see them like they'll just. Uh, I think it's part of their everyday wear. Doing videos, yeah, they'll just playing playing play with their tigers, and they have the same that that ring that I'm thinking. But I'm pretty sure that their wear is conducive to their environment. Like they wear that stuff because of the terrain and the way that it is there. It's like. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to cover oh. my head almost all the time because it's fucking hot. Well, yeah. the ro- yes, that, that's, I, I read something about that a while back. It is, it's the, the, the one, the, the sun doesn't hit right on their skin. Just like if you're riding a motorcycle in the summertime, they say wear a long sleeve, right? Two, when you sweat, the, the stuff will, you know, your shirt, the clothing will get wet. And if there's a breeze or whatever, even if it's not, it helps keep you cool. Um, and then something about like the... They have them flowing and stuff, so where it that helps 
air right, movement or whatever yeah. or something too um, to move around to help keep them cooler too. I remember reading something like that. And that. I mean, that may not be like 100% accurate because it's been a minute since I read I'm that. I'm sure it is. I'm sort of for sure. I always thought that the garb was really cool. I'm like, that'd be cool to wear every day with the, the headband and everything like that. It just seems like it looks comfortable to me. Yeah. Like, that'd be cool. If I feel like I didn't, I wasn't going to get looks walking down the street, I'd probably wear something like that. Yeah. And part of me wonders how much is my Western ignorance and how much is their uh, cultural conformity. But I'm wondering if there's like... Do you think there's like different brands or cuts and like designs and styles of those? Because like when I look at them, like I can see like a couple maybe different, maybe they're just wearing them differently, but like it doesn't look to me distinct enough to where it's like, oh, oh wow, you must have got, is that that, I saw that same, you know, outfit at like Forever 21 or whatever, like. I'm sure there probably is because I'm sure there's different ways, as I've seen somewhere like it's almost like a total wrap. Almost like when you think of like a toga or something like that. Yeah. And like that's probably definitely a way, and that's probably more a traditional way. Um, different fabrics. I, I think of it too, maybe kind of like a simplicity. So uh, imagine being able to have like a nice bow tie, like a nice one where you have to actually tie versus a clip on. You know, and there's probably clothing that's easier to put on. It may not be as reputable, but like, you know, right. I imagine they have something like that. Probably yeah. a couple of different styles depending on what you're doing and stuff too. Because I'm sure part of most of the, I, I, and again, I don't know. I'm sure a big part of the conceit is humility. Like, you you don't need big, like, flashy, like, kind of like us. We're supposed to, our culture says, wear whatever you want. Like, you wear what you feel and how you want to present yourself to the world. A lot of, like, religious wear is, like, we're wearing this because we're all on the same fucking team and wavelength religiously and spiritually. Like, you can't differentiate I think a cool example would be kind of like um, maybe some of like the the Indian cultures where they have the, the turban and everything like that, and like they have different ways of wrapping it. Like mm-hmm. they, they say, like this is this type of wrap, this is that kind of wrap, and like they it was interesting. They just talk about like, hey, your kid's getting a, his first one, showing him how to do it. The like they had like sports kind, you know, a soccer ball, you know. It's cool. Like that's a cool individuality and like the change in culture. That I think is very interesting. Like that's the cool thing where I'm like, oh. He, they, they have soccer now. You know, they have little things that have in, in there, but they've taken it and they still made it into their culture. I like that. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Imagine having like a Star Wars tournament. Like, that'd be badass. Become a rap artist. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty fascinated with the Indian culture. Mm-hmm. I think it's very interesting. I mean, like reading more into it, I think it's always very interesting. Yeah. I, I get first-hand knowledge. I just talk to my friends at work and ask them when I have questions. Secondhand. Oh, secondhand. No. Yeah, you're not actually going there. That'd be first hand. That'd be an interesting trip to go to. Like, I don't know if I would. I I think it'd be interesting to go to to like New Delhi or something like that. But I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I have to really plan for that trip. It's not one of those oh. trips where I could drop in. Oh it, no. It's one that's it's it's one that scares me because I don't I don't know for sure. It just I don't know like the. The bathroom stories I've heard is a little scary. Um, I know a lot of the country's really, really poor, really, really dirty, really dangerous like that. You know what I mean? But like I feel like I would feel safe there. That's my, probably my most important aspect. It's like, I don't think that the people in India are would generally try to be hurting me or persecuting me to go to their con- when I go to their country. I don't, like, I don't have that feeling or inkling when I've met anybody that's Indian. They're, yeah, but... The, the people that you're meeting from India are, are probably but, educated. True, people. but I also don't like are hear they the... sending us their best people. 
The, let's not get into that yet. I don't know if they're saying that's their best. But, but, but at the same time, too, like, I don't... Them, I'm sure. I don't hear the horror stories of people being stuck there for political reasons and... That's true. You know, getting jailed for no reason and wanting ransom. Like, I don't hear that from any... I, I think... And then I see people with videos and whatever else. Mm-hmm. Like, they're having a fun time. Yes, the, the country's poor, but they help each other and yeah. it's camaraderie and I, I don't think it's I the I way I... You know. Think no, the I think that helping each other and camaraderie... Camaraderie. Camaraderie is still not the poor areas. Like, they're really... They have some very, very yeah, poor Yeah, but the real poor are people are dangerous. still... Helping themselves, they're yeah. helping each other. Well, and, and to me, the poverty doesn't necessarily scare me a lot because because of how they're because of how societies work. The slums, like the really dangerous, scary, desperately poor parts of the country, probably aren't also inside the the tourist locations. Because tourists will generate, tourists will generate revenue. That's why there's a small but ex- extant border between like Bourbon Street and the ghetto, and the Strip and the ghetto, and Washington D.C. Like, and the ghetto and the debt. Right. <laughs> Tourism does generate wealth and income. So if we stay to the touristy areas, obviously. Criminal elements can impose on that environment like they can here. Um, anywhere, anywhere. Right. Like, like you can be at a mall or you can be at a movie theater, like an entertainment complex. Um, but if you're going to where there's it's meant and designed for tourists and where tourism sustains a local economy, they're not, they're not going to be sustaining that economy of tourism by terrorizing the people that come to there. And they're gonna take they're gonna take precautions to make sure that doesn't happen. Right. I I don't know if that's accurate. I was reading a thing uh, about the pyramids in Egypt. Oh, Egypt was gonna be my like exception of like that was gonna be my example of like I wouldn't go to Egypt right now because of the turmoil and that's one of those countries like I don't feel comfortable and that's where the horror stories come out of. Yeah, but my my so my point being is that we don't know. I haven't been to India I didn't really ask my friends this specifically but it could be very similar to where the slums and a lot of shady shit happens in the tourist area um, and to your point Bourbon, Bourbon Street it's a block there's no barrier there's no I mean it's a block it's a drunken left hand turn and you're in a fucking horrible neighborhood it's, yeah but if you walk in a straight line you're in this world famous tourist location True. And I also don't feel if I made a wrong turn but in Bourbon Street. it is very close. I don't yeah. think if I make a wrong turn in Bourbon Street that I'm going to have to worry about a political crisis for me to get back to my country and back to my family. Like I am. Back it, to I, your family, potentially. Back to my family, potentially. But I feel more comfortable fighting and flighting in the United States than I do in Egypt. I know what my laws and everything says here that I can do to protect myself and get back to myself. I don't know what's going to be pushed back. So if I, let's say I got mugged or I got into a fight with somebody in Egypt, you know, am I here, I got into a fight with somebody at a bar, I, I got arrested for assault, whatever, even though it might have been the guy's fault, I'm going to get out of that, I'm going to get home alive. If I get into a fight and then they turn because I'm an American 
in Egypt, and they're going to take the story over these people that actually mugged me and beat the shit out of me. Now it's a political crisis, and I might go to jail or fucking whatever and have to worry about getting back to my country. Yeah, but you say that about any country. I, that can happen in every country, but I don't hear those stories coming out of India or fucking Japan yeah. and places be, like that. I go to Mexico States. and have those problems, and I won't go to Mexico for those reasons. No, you could be a United States Marine barreling down the highway with weaponry in his car and somehow still end up getting incarcerated No, for, it, for, for entering into another country. So, I mean, no one's safe. Nobody's <laughs> safe, but I feel I, more I comfortable here. I being sarcastic. But you realize he was turned around and he actually told them that he had guns in the car? Yeah, I heard yeah, that I story. <laughs> okay. I couldn't let that one go. I, 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 knew, I, knew he was, I knew he was something. Fucker. <laughs> and as I'm saying it, I was, I'm like, oh, he's fucking baiting me. And I'm like, oh, I don't care. I'm still going. Now I know what it feels like to be a fish. I'm always sitting there like, why is the fish biting this thing? What, 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 don't they catch on? Nope, they see it and they're like, oh, yeah, I can't help myself. I, uh, I think we had a pretty long Facebook thread about that. About that exact situation. Oh, did we? I think so. Probably. Did somebody share it? And it was like a comment thread or what? No, I think, I, I think one of us made a status or I probably got into it on someone else's thing and they made my own status and then we got into it or something like that. I don't remember this one. That's uh, weird. I, I, think, I, I, think, I know I the story. I think you were watching. I might have. I mean, I know the. I know the story you're referencing. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But no. I, but I. I still feel more comfortable in my country of origin and countries that I feel familiar enough with to get away. Like going to a Western European country or whatever, and I know that I, I can probably defend myself and still get back to my country and not have to worry about that kind of shit. It's a little different. Well, yeah, I mean, that's just natural. If you speak the language, you're going to feel a little bit more comfortable because you can communicate, ask for directions, and, you know, I can go to Poland and still feel the same way and not speak their language. It's just, like, there's areas that have poverty in a different way, like Rob was saying, too. It's just in different areas. Like, Egypt, uh, I'm pretty sure there's only so much real estate to have. I don't know how much you can separate on it. In India, there's a lot of real estate, and there's a lot of people, but they can separate that out to some extent, you know, there's Cairo and it's a major city and there's probably nothing else fucking surrounding it. You can see the pyramids or whatever behind it and there's nowhere else for the ghetto to be is besides yeah. Cairo. Yeah, you know what? You're both raising equally valid points. I'm gonna I, reform- I disagree with that. I'm gonna reformulate- I think my points are way more valid. I'm going to reformulate my point a little Let's bit. Let's agree to disagree. Let me get my phone. Because... <laughs> 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 because ancient Egypt hasn't really stopped existing like Egypt's been around since the pyramids um so it's like it's not like the ghetto like was like oh like we're a bunch of poor people let's just set up shop outside these pyramids it's like no we live in a in a you know 7,000 year old city like we have inner cities developing after 100 years of them you know LA uh, uh, I'm sure a similar thing might happen with India where there's probably some of the ruins and temples and stuff where it's either in the middle of a ghetto or like Bourbon Street where it's directly adjacent to a ghetto. For sure. Yeah. I, but there's also parts that are beautiful, right? So like I've been invited, I've been told like, yo, if you ever go a trip to India, you stay at my parents' house and I'll, you know what I mean? If I'm there, I'll show you around. If not, I have friends, family, whatever. I've been invited multiple times to some of the people I've worked with, you know, and um, one of them was telling me like he lives on, um, 
I think one of the, the southern tip or something. And he's like, it's very green and lush and like tropical and the weather's nice and the water. And it was just like, fucking sounds like paradise, man. You know what I mean? That would be awesome. I'd love to see the Taj Mahal. That would be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They have some cool fucking shit there. I mean, I'd love to see the pyramids in Egypt too, right? But I mean, it's... Yeah, but if you um, ask me today which one I'm going to go to, I'm probably going to go to India and go to see the Taj Mahal because I, I don't want to risk Egypt. I love Egypt. I, Egypt and the Egyptian culture were my favorite things back in the day. And Yeah, I wish the Luxor was still heavily themed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not arguing. I think Egypt's more dangerous. But there are... I think the like, four I would, areas in India can be just as dangerous like, I wouldn't even go to areas. Israel or any of those areas because there's just too much idea of war like I know people that have gone to Israel and I saw a commercial that, that said to come to Israel I'm like I'm not doing that yeah uh, it's uh, still it's just that, that there's just that little like come to Tel Aviv I'm like I'm not going to Tel Aviv yeah, no there's still all. bombings and shit exactly but they're having a fucking I was on like, the fucking come to group. Ireland in the mid 70s but it literally yeah, says yeah, they cool though. <laughs> See, car blow up. But it was just on the TV. It says, "Come to Tel Aviv," and I'm like, "No, I'm not. I, I will. Like I said, I will go to India before I'll go to Tel Aviv right now. Well, maybe not. They might be starting another war too. I, I'm not gonna go to to the India Pakistani border. Let's well, say that. Point against India. There are few, especially few industrial. I'll say, quote-unquote, civilized nations in the world where, like, rape is a cultural problem. Like, like... Uh, I guess that's... Hold on. Carefully rephrasing. Yeah. Uh, Actually... Okay, no, no. I... I... I'm appreciative of the steps India's taking grappling with their cultural issues regarding sexual assault, but they they used to like like the things they are grappling with are pretty fucking severe. Uh, like like in America, obviously like, there's a, like a rape culture in like the West where uh, hard to report, hard to be believed, stuff like that. Uh, but like nowhere in America is it legal for people to be like, like we don't have punitive rape. Um, I don't think anywhere in India has legal rape. It's not necessarily about legality, but if it's a cultural norm that they're turning a blind eye but to. They, yeah, they may get away. They're with not. It they're not doing that out here where they're turning a right. turning a blind yes. eye. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I don't know if that's true. Are we? Did we not turn a blind eye when the Brock kid? Got fucking. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's a miscarriage of justice, but, but not a general norm. But yeah, that, that was that, okay. So that's what I'm saying is is we do have these same issues, and it is a it's a global issue, but it's not as extreme. It's not as extreme because uh, because there's there's jurisdictions in India where and it's not like in in like New Delhi, right, where it's like very urban and more modernized and stuff like that, uh, and more just like metropolitan, but in the more traditional rural areas. Um, Rape is used as a as a corrective measure, uh, like 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 I think for men and women, uh, like if like if you, if you like fuck up or you wrong the the tribe or whatever, uh, you just get gang raped, to like make you not do that anymore. Or 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 like if you if you like for like adultery, like the 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 punishment often is like getting raped by everyone in the village. 
And then probably killed or whatever. No, no, they'll like they'll, you live like or like. As long but you're as like shit. You're living in shame. Right. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of that is in uh, Muslim countries are like that. In the Muslim culture too, same type of thing. Um, you know, um, shame killing and shit like that. Um, but I think the point we we're talking about was was like the travel and visitation aspect of these things, like. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's definitely probably harder to travel generally as a woman to foreign countries. Well, Just real quick before we get off that, I, I have an interesting point on the Indian thing specifically, right? So I was talking to a, a friend of mine, and he actually brought it up to me, right? And asked me if I believed in God. And, you know, so we started the conversation. And he's from India. Uh, and he doesn't believe in God, which is um, very, very much the minority in India. And he was telling me how that's kind of an issue, like, like um, even here, people would call, you know, call him up or ping him or send him an email and be like, "Hey, um, come on, we're waiting for you. We're all gonna go pray." And he'd be like, "Oh, I'm really busy. I can't get away from work right now." And you know what I mean? Because otherwise, you kind of get shunned. Today, like we talked about this like a month ago, a couple weeks ago, maybe at the most. And he said this happened recently. While he's here, while I've worked with him, it's that, you know what I mean, that recent. I've worked with him for a few years, but still, right? So, it's not, I'm not talking about when he was a kid, you know? Um, but what he told me, and this is interesting, because it kind of goes into the the extreme of India, like the, you know what I mean? It's so very modern and, and, and making so much headway, but yet still very rural and tribal and, and uh, traditional. Um he said, Indians love the science, right? They love it. They'll, they want the new phones and the computers and all the new gadgets and all that stuff. And they understand the math and, the, you know, and all, everything. They eat it up. They love it. But they'll still go to temple to pray on who they should get married to. And they can't marry you, even though we're the same religion. You're a different subsect of that same religion. And we're not allowed to marry but the, so so he's like he hold the button to the So the the point that I guess that I'm trying to make is that the disparity there, the very much modern with still kind of what a lot of people would see old fashioned tradition, right? They haven't let go. They're and it's interesting. They're we are seeing now in my lifetime we are seeing them modernize. Like you can see it right. in their culture. You can see their culture changing, like in real time. Like it's it, that's how fast it's happening. Like the women over there, right? They're not getting married as young, right? Because they're working, like call centers, tech jobs, whatever, and they're able to go out, move out on their own, and make their own decisions. It's a huge cultural difference than what it used to be. Not everybody likes that. Right? Some of the older traditional people are like, oh, that's weird. You know what I mean? Like like in every culture. Right here, you know what I mean? When, when people were trying to change racism bad, the people that grew up with it, you know what I mean? Those are the hardest ones to usually correct, right? If I, I've been believing this for 40 years, probably harder for me to fix that behavior than if you've only been doing it a year type, type of thing. Right. Well, I had a little boring, but less than green. Right, you know, so... Um, but but it was interesting. So and it kind of shows the same that same thing, right? They're they're very modern and they want these you know freedoms and they want Westernization and, and civilized you know civilized uh, 
living and, and all the niceties of that, yet there's still areas that are extremely barbaric. And I know that it was a hard B, but I think it's justified because I'm not necessarily talking about Indian people, but if they're fucking gang raping somebody as punishment, that's barbaric. You know what I mean? So I think I'm using that term properly. No, yeah, that's valid. Boom. That was a good self-call out and justification. Like, yes. Gang rape is barbaric. No one's going to fight that. Exactly. <laughs> fucking Get the lawyers. Ho-ho! <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I, yeah, if we have anyone in the audience that's a pro bono lawyer, uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> we might need some help here I shortly. I fucking honestly considered uh, talking to you guys about asking him if he wanted to come and do the podcast. Ooh. The, the oh. indie guy I work with. The atheist man? Yeah. I think it would be really interesting. But, I got to put the smoking. And it, it, could, it could potentially be awkward, too. You, you know what I mean? You know, so, like, yeah. I mean, if you wanted to do, like, maybe a half hour, hour subset of just kind of talking with us about... You well, know, he his... didn't bring it up. Like, I just thought, like, because whenever I talk to him about stuff, and I'm learning about the culture, and the dip, like, like, from somebody that's not, like... It's not a tour person, a tour guide, or a fucking tourist trap person. This is somebody that lived there and has no reason to fucking lie to me. You know what I mean? And, and we're friends. So when I ask him a question, I, and I sometimes will ask stuff that maybe isn't, you know, as appropriate. You know what I mean? I've asked about, like, fixed marriage. I've asked, you know, where, where some people may say, oh, that's not polite. You know what I mean? It's like, well, it's okay. They know I'm not be, trying to be an asshole. I'm genuinely interested and I'm trying to learn about it. It's, you know what I mean? It's interesting. And right. so, like, I'm not being offensive to them I'm being interested in in their background and their culture you know what I mean like no, I mean, genuinely I mean, like it's very you know I think it's interesting I always think it's interesting to hear other people's point of views and especially coming from like a, a different life and totally different than mine it's going you know I thought you said hold it to the mic oh yeah 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 like sorry I just realized the it doesn't blink no it blinks ooh well, yeah, I you, tasted it a lot better that time. Oh, really? It's because you, you sat on it for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part yeah. There. On the next one, I'm gonna let it go for like a second, and then I'll start. I think and that's then you the drag move. it until the button starts blinking, and then it's like a full. Dose a of full. Gears. Yeah. I'm doing that. Um, I was gonna say something about India and Egypt and probably China, but I don't really remember. Um, I'm feeling like we're. China scares me, man. China scares me. China scares you? China's a bunch of pussies. Nope. I agree. <clears throat> They're extremely ambitious. Um, they're ethically challenged. Uh, they're aggressive. America Junior? They're intelligent. They're wealthy. And, you know, they're gunning for number one, baby. I don't think that makes me scared to go there or work with them. I, I no, 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 I'm not saying, I'm sorry, a misunderstanding, I, I wasn't meaning, uh, I, I mean, as far as the political China, part. I'm saying China scares me in the global political sense. I don't think they scare me either there. No. Not scared. Nah. China's going to take over the world. I'm not afraid. China's not going to take over the world. China is going to... Learn Chinese. Why? Everybody else is learning English. Every dialect. Because when they take over the world, they're going to fucking say no. Chinese, Chinese. China is going to either 
one of three things is going to happen with China. The first likeliest thing is China is going to force a military conflict in the Pacific Theater between the United States and China. Um, Whose side will Russia go on? I don't know. It's a wild card. The, the second likeliest thing is that. Hold on, what was the third thing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, all right. So they, they it's war. It's it's. Uh, is this war, famine, pestilence? No, 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 no. All right, so they. Oh, okay. So they they. They basically stop. They, they just they slow down. They, they, they don't sustain their growth, and they don't sustain their... I don't think there's any indicators that that's happening. ...external policies. Well, there's a um, potential scare of a global economic crisis right now. That's part of the reason it was down trading a couple, couple days ago. It was because of a potential economic crisis around the world. Yeah, I'm actually going to move that to the third likeliest thing, that they, that they, that they start withdrawing and... and Moving more uh, internal and stuff like that. Trying more conservative. To be, trying to become a more internalized economy. Yeah. And less, and less globally dependent on the market. So what was the first one? First one's war. War. And oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Because that's what I'm afraid. They're going to take over. They are... T- I, I, but even who, but they, who wins that war is, is, a, is, a, is, is a question. Now eight, the, to, the second, eight to six months. Eight to six months in what? China's... China calendar. I was okay. No, I actually Chinese calendar, eight to six months. We have a very vastly good air force and navy. I was I was reading something (laughs) the other day that said that we have like they actually have a really big navy. We have three fourths of the world's assault helicopters. Awesome. They outnumber us like a hundred thousand to one. Right. That's the thing. Is if it's if it's going to be it's the our war has to be fought. Pacifically, for us, right? Obviously, that's yes. what that's what we want. Yes. For oh, them, but, they, but they can reach us with nukes. Right. That's mutually assured destruction. Yeah, they're they're, they're not gonna. They're that's not gonna Cold War up, again. They're not gonna open up with nukes. I don't know. They're, they're not. They might. They're not. Why wouldn't they? They have. It's right, mutually assured destruction. Are we gonna have an honest geopolitical discussion, or are we just gonna have, play a fucking video game in our minds? So you're saying there's no possibility of nukes ever by no, anybody? No, I'm, I'm I'm saying that China's not gonna be like war with America, red button nukes. No, nuclear option is okay. The last oh option. my god. Okay. <laughs> There's there is no there is no incentive for a nation now with the current nuclear climate. There's no incentive for any state with nuclear power to use those weapons offensively in anything but an existential loss of a war, which we don't fight wars like that anyway anywhere anymore anyway. We don't do that. We don't like 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 in ancient times when it was like, oh, country A sacks country B's capital. Country B loses the war, or country B uh, surrenders because they can't afford to keep fighting the war. Country A wins the war, right? Okay, we don't do me, that anymore. Let me ask you this then: You don't think with all the you know technology and stuff that they're supposedly stealing from us? Um. And the advancement and the money and their growth in military. We know they're a nuclear nation. 
they can't have a nuclear nub, uh, sub slip through and launch close enough to shore. Are we talking about cans and where words? we aren't able to respond or even know yet who it came from because it doesn't come from China. It's 100% possible. They could do it off a fucking shipping container right now. But there's not a valid motivation in our current climate to do that. If they not, were to not, like, not today, right? But I'm saying, if but that's still not a, that's still not sad. an opener. You you don't start a war like that because you're going to be mutually hated by the, the rest of the world. I didn't say it was an opener. You I'm just said it. They, no, I said that they could do that. They could sneak a sub right. in and launch it. If if they can't get the war to our shores, which is their winning strategy, right? Because if it's a war over there, that's good for us. That was your no, point. No no no. No, 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 no. That's what you said. Uh, a land war is bad for us. Right, but you said a war over there, a naval war over there is good for us. In the Pacific. Right. But that goes up to California's shore. So, here's the thing. If they if they launched nukes... Like, like, like them them being on the shore and launching a nuke in California, that's still the Pacific Theater. That's, that's not... It's not like a... It's not a sneak attack, like... Apologies then, because I thought I was under the impression when you were saying that I was think you were in the Pacific Rim region there. The you know what I mean over in uh, oh like the in the, oh in the sea. island chain and shit yeah like oh down over there right where they couldn't really hit us on our soil but we could them potentially and you know keep it there right they obviously want to get close to us here no no yeah you're right you're right no yeah so so i was misunderstanding what you were saying i think um yeah i still don't think an attack on our pacific states would benefit them in any way with a nuclear attack because one we're just going to hit them back we're not just wiping out the country it's not like fucking but but that's what i'm saying if you launch it from a nuke that's right offshore you won't have time to respond. We'll have it's one nuke. It's one nuke. We will still survive. It will. T- it won't even take up all of California. What if you don't hit the ground with it? Okay, so we have stations. You know how many how many countries we're in, and where so, we have nukes at? It's more than just America. Yeah. So and that the people are going to be like England and other superpowers that have nukes are going to be like, that's pretty fucked up, bro. Here's yours. Like just that situation. Here's why that doesn't scare me. For China to get desperate enough in the in the war effort, <coughs> and and if China is in second place, um, and they want to switch right with us, they, they want us to go down to second, or maybe third place, and they want to take first place, um, and they are losing bad enough that the nuclear option is on the table seriously and they're going for it, then we're already at war with them. We're beating them really badly. We have, like, we're watching our shores. We're watching the, 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 the shore between us and them. It's not, like it, it's not like we only have boats over there and then it's just empty ocean up until you walk up on the beach. Like, we have, we're going to have a, a, a shit in the water uh, to like sonar, we're, we're gonna have satellites. What like every year from the California to Hawaii is gonna be scanned. We'll have eyes on it, and if they get by and they can get a, a submarine or a couple submarines up and down the coast, then they nuke the west coast, and we retaliate from the the Midwest all the way to the east coast. 
We have we have silos all over the country. They're not gonna they're not gonna win the war by nuking what maybe they can pull out twelve nukes and and, and maybe they can land twelve nukes up and down the coast. But have, what I asked was, what if you don't hit the ground with the nuke? So it's not gonna if take you that, launch the nuke in the air. I know what you're saying. It's gonna be an AMT attack, but the, I don't think that covers. I don't. First off, I'm it pretty does. sure. It, we have bunkers that they say will sustain an EMT attack, and I'm sure there's one or two nuclear ones. I've also read things that said that there have been people that are terrified of an EMP because we don't have anything covered. Our military shit. I don't believe our that power, one bit. Our electricity. If an EMP hit right now in the city, all the power lines and shit are gone. Okay. All those transistors and shit are made overseas now. But we don't have nukes just in our our country. So, so which conspiracy is it? Is it that um, China can bypass all of our security because they're stealing all this futuristic technology from us that we have and that we're not yet implementing yet because it's not dire enough and they can get by all of our sonar and radar and satellite imagery and they can deliver enough nuclear power into the air. Like, launching the nukes into the... They're giving up their element of surprise. They're saying, here's eight or nine minutes until these nukes are, are are blowing up in the air. Do with that do with that ten minutes almost what you will. Yeah, and th- what I've read is that is not enough time. That we will not be able to get nukes in the air okay. in that amount of so, time. So and that may not be right. That may not be accurate. I'm saying that's my recollection of what I read. Is, is that the case? And that or, could have been a lie, too. I don't know. Or is it that we... Like, static... Like, like an EMP attack... Wins checkmates America. What one one EMP bomb? You 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 fuck. That that's 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 the fucking hole in the Death Star. Like like, which 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 one is it? Not, not, it? Like it can't be both. Why? Like wait because if, we have if, we, if they're stealing our it, tech. If they're stealing all this future tech that that all of this that that can they, get around and, then, it, and we don't have an EMP shield. Listen, we have let, radar let proof. Nuclear submarines that we don't even use or announce or deploy or where there's in a warehouse and blueprint form so that so that China can steal them and actually make them and weaponize them for us against us. Um, if we have that and we don't have the most basic rudimentary 21st century defense at all, doesn't make any sense. Listen, if they're stealing our tech, yeah, they're stealing our current tech. Right? I'm not saying they have UFOs and shit, man. What I'm saying is, if they know how our subs work, they can work on how to beat them. Right? I know how fast this goes. I know how loud it is. I know what this like submarines make us maybe you know this boat makes a certain sound echo when we sonar it. They can try to figure out ways to beat that shit if they know what our tech is and how we do it. Okay. Right. So right. That's a fear. That's a legitimate fear. Okay. Right, and that's been discussed even at the political, you know, arena. Right, right. If they can out intelligence us and get past our, our, not that part so much. I'm talking about the uh, them taking our tech and learning how to hack us and all that shit by uh, reverse engineering. That part, not them attacking us with nukes necessarily. Okay, yeah. uh, that was was me. Uh, that was all me. Yeah, just the spike up. Yeah, so that, the, the nukes don't scare me. The, the I, I'll even throw something really in. Nukes are a viable option for... Okay, so say, let's say China is sane enough to not do that, even if it gets bad. North Korea depends a lot on China. Yeah. What if that crazy fuck decides to release 
a new rocket? What if he even can't get in the rockets to fly? We believe that that these you know stopped working on that. Backpack nukes. He releases ten people, hundred people, five people, whatever. They hit some certain cities. Some work, some don't. Huge impact on the home front. That's gonna fuck us in the war. Even if it doesn't put us down and out, that's gonna hurt us in the war. Yeah. China's got yeah, plausible... If, if North Korea sends 100 people with nukes and backpacks over airplanes or whatever method you where they're getting them over here and strategically places themselves and then however many actually go off and that's how they nuke us 100 times, I yeah, don't, that'll hurt our war effort. I don't know yes, how much... Absolutely. All they gotta do is come up right, walk right across the fucking southern border. But I'm pretty sure that our nukes don't fit in backpacks. At all. They they ha- they do they no. have th- they're dirty bombs. That's not the same as a nuclear bomb. It is a nuclear bomb. It's a radiated bomb. That's not a nuclear bomb. It is a nuclear bomb. A dirty and bomb. that's not as impactful as I think you're thinking it is. It's it's because you watched that one uh, that one Fox Ten series that came on after Buffy for a couple of years with Eliza Dushku. She had like a fucking barcode. What? Yeah. Like, the whole premise of that show was, like, one man with a dirty bomb brought down the whole West. We don't have any electricity anymore, and now I'm a superhuman. Oh, no, no, that wasn't Alicia Dushku. That was, uh, uh, fucking, what's her name? Uh, I thought it was the... She was a Jessica. Uh, Wait, was this Revolution? Jessica Alba. Really? I thought it was the backup slayer from Buffy. No, that's a different one where she was like a role, a person, cyborg, where they cleared her memory and sent her out on agent missions to get bad guys. Uh, but I think the one you're talking about specifically is that other one. Dark Angel. Yeah, Dark uh, Angel. Oh, I, I, I never watched that. I know the, like, the name of it now, but... It was an awesome show. It had Jessica Alba in it. Yeah. But... Yeah, yeah, I think that's where a lot of this might be sourced from. No, no, I've actually read quite a bit about it. It's a very popular uh, theme in a lot of the um, fiction I read. Like post-apocalypse. That's a big fucking one. Yeah. You know what I mean? mean? Yeah, I know. So, like, I, I read a lot about it. No, like, that doesn't... No, 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 I'm saying, I like, in addition, yeah, I'm not saying the fictional shit, I'll read something and be like, oh, and then I'll fucking read an article about, you know, EMPs, <laughs> you know, how bad are they, how, you know, uh, the, okay. the, the boxes, right. I can't remember what they're called, that you put, them in, put shit in and does it really protect from an EMP or not. All right. I was going really, to say, reading about something no, no. means something, like, you can just say that, but it's about, okay. No, like, but honestly, a lot, the, the shit that I read that's fiction um, they do. The, they're the ones that like uh, research, and they like you know they're calling out the guns right and accurately, and you know the ham radio shit and the military ranks, and you know you know what I mean. They research and make sure that all the shit's accurate. Now, yeah. you know, dirty bombs have never actually been made and tested, from what I'm reading here. Never been tested, probably. Uh, because fucking. So, it says, has a dirty bomb ever been made? No, according to the report, Iraq tested a 110 radiological bomb, which is what they're considering a dirty bomb, non-nuclear, but gave up the idea because the radiations it generated were insufficient. And there was some cheesy attempts with dynamites and uh, cesium-137, and it didn't do anything. 
They just try to dynamite Adams. Yeah. Wow, what about your uh, so yeah, it doesn't seem like Backwards dirty bombs sandals. are are definitely that that big of a problem. China's got dirty bombs. I don't know. Just bring some iodine with you. You know, yeah. everybody be all right. I don't know. I just I don't. The conventional explosions are just dynamite. Not, there's not any. So they want to be the they want to be the strongest economy, and they're going to do that by destroying the economy of their foremost trading partner. That's if what I was thinking to too. That, I didn't bring it up. But I'm like, that's the. <laughs> that's what I thought. If it comes to that, and then everybody we're associated with that's probably sense. dropping it. The the way we became the power number one shit was by getting all the fucking trade routes. Right, we took advantage of the situation. Got we? all the trade routes. Well, mostly you. Uh, Once, one time, uh, I take one trade route. <laughs> And I'm the bad guy. I mean, I create the Silk Roads. I'm the bad guy. They want them. They're going to take them over. I think the Somali pirates are funded by China. I mean, they can rob... Just to fuck with the trade routes and make us look bad. We're not doing a good job protecting them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that came up with my last political discussion. I'm like... Can you believe we're not protecting these ships going through the Somalian areas? I, uh... Can you believe it's a job to sit on those boats and shoot back at those people? Sounds like a fun job. Like, honest. people get paid to do that. That'd be cool. Hey, who... Like, who, sniper rifles, some have, like, the little minigguns and shit. Damn. And they're trying to hit them, because they're... I'm a Somalian I mean? huntsman. I just sit there and fucking... Just shoot people from my boat when they're trying to float at me. Yeah, like, what do you do for a living? Just look over the... I hunt pirates. Right. For the crown. I work for the spice <laughs> routes. Imagine Halloween at your house. Not a pirate to be seen. Right. <laughs> Everybody's just a pirate theme, and people are like, nope, not falling for it, buddy. Not falling for it. Jerry, I got a new job. <laughs> Let me tell you all about it, bro. I have a license to kill pirates. Ooh. <laughs> your one friend, he's downloaded a movie illegally, and he gets shot in the back of the head from. What are you doing, piratey? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, man. It's weird how these discussions started. Yeah, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Uh, okay. Something about India. Uh, yeah. This slowly stemmed from India and travel, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. India is cool. <laughs> I've heard a lot of horror stories about, like, just regular people traveling there. Not that they were injured per se just that they got <laughs> sick or dirty or you know what I mean that the bathrooms like like um like you have to like really squat down there just like a hole in the in the floor type of thing you have to squat down low I mean to me that's uh, like potty, potty. when in Rome I'm like I'll, I'll shit in a hole that sounds fun I don't I'm I don't not, have to shit in a hole at home I'm not saying I'm above that I'm saying I don't know if I can do that like with my hip and shit I don't like like, I'm not going to fall into a fucking hole full of a bunch of shit from people that I don't know. People that I know, even. I don't, I, I, my own shit will be in there. I'm not happy about that either. I don't want that on me either. If I stay to the touristy areas, I think I'll be safe. I'm sure there's a McDonald's around there somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe, like, maybe, like, at the temple grounds or something, it's like that. Or maybe in, like, the more... I mean, off the beaten path type things, but I'm sure that if you're in like New Delhi, you like you can there's there's plumbing like 
Oh. And India, India's... India's modern, like... I mean, if my worst fear into going in, into another country is that I might have to shit into a hole, I'm willing to take that risk. Yeah, it's uh, not the worst option for foreign countries these days. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, Would you shit in the so, hole here? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, I go camping and shit on the ground. I mean, what's more in the porta potty? I mean, and it's just a big hole. Like, just cover it up on that big old hole, but yeah. I would. No, yeah, I mean, I've, I've shit in the desert. If I was making like a more permanent camp, I would dig a little, a little, a little deeper, yeah. a little deeper. Yeah. But, but like, me a little it's not to say that I haven't shat in the desert and without a hole at all. And just cover it up like a cat. And I just sit on the ground like a savage. Yeah, I mean, I've done it. It's not like, it doesn't define me as an everyday life. Like, I've done it. Yeah, I shit on the ground in my bathroom before. Kendall wouldn't get off the toilet, and I was like, I need to take a shit. I just dropped a log on the floor in front of her. I was like, you can take care of You take care of this. Nicole bullshit. Nah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about any of that. So, uh, did we have any... <clears throat> it's a bucket? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a real bathroom set up in India. It's like a squat a squat pan and a bucket of water. That's all right. At least there's water. Like At least you don't have to worry about falling into a hole of shit. I'm so worried about falling into a hole. I'm worried right now that I might fall into a hole of shit. That is one of, like, that's a bigger fear than public speaking for me. Falling into a hole of shit? Yeah. yeah. I don't mind public speaking. I don't mind public speaking either. Compared to falling into a hole of shit, I fucking... Do we have any party shots on Jesse Smollett? Uh, yeah. I, I still think that they're going to bring federal charges. I hope so. It was such a scumbag move. Like I said, I, I think that it actually it's gonna hurt and partially discredit when people really do racist shit. It's gonna plant, not for everybody, but for some people, it's gonna plant the seeds of, yeah. oh, here we go. And yeah, I, I, don't I just like see the law used like that. I mean, it was interesting because the what, mayor. taking advantage of it? Yeah, to attack people. Well, I, I, this thing is like, I, the, the police chief and the mayor both came out after the charges were dropped and, like, what the fuck? And, um, yeah, but the police chief and the mayor are a closet racist together, that, like homosexual racist couple. That was makes it, sense. Wasn't the police chief black? Yes. Unbelievable. I believe he was of African American descent, my friend. Thank you. Um, actually, the mayor might be too. I'm not. I'm not positive. <laughs> you can't say black anymore. That's bullshit. Because African American is fucking bullshit. I've said. I've been telling you that the G word is a slur this whole episode, and you won't fucking just accept it. What does the G word have to do with the B word? So wait, you're not saying the G word now? You're you're pretty uh, you're pretty against saying that now? No, he won't say the B word either. Which B word? Can I still say the F word? That one's good. Mm. Wait, so we can't say bitch? No, that one's actually a slur too. That, no, I was saying life's black. a bitch, man. Black is the B word. Ooh, that's dirty. That's a hard B, my friend. All right, guys. Um. <laughs> So you're racist now. No, that's what I was saying. You're allowed to say black. That's not a, a, a slur, right? No. Okay. So if you're so defensive about saying it, now it's racist. Yeah, you're being weird about it. I'm not. Like we were just joking a bit. Now yeah. you're making it weird. You're acting like it's your God-given right to call people black. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, blackie. Oh, <laughs> don't, yeah. you. Oh, don't you? Whoa! <laughs> All right, guys. We're in the home stretch here of our Kickstarter. Um, we really need you guys to get on there and donate. We can get our last stretch goal. Our last stretch goal is 45 bucks. If we can get 45 bucks, we can order pizza and and wings while we record our next episode. Um, we need 47.50, we get extra blue cheese. That's, I was about to say, like, we can get 50. We need actual extra caps ranch. Oh. 
I, you would not want to see me without wearing it. some beer? I think we're pushing it. Yeah, we need to add some extra stretch goals. So we're going to add more stretch goals <laughs> on the Kickstarter. You guys can check that out tonight. Um, if you've already pledged, you'll get a email reminder when we put our new stretch goals in case you wanted to pledge again um, for more, to give us more money. More stretch goals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And don't forget the big prize. One lucky winner is going to win a hand job from, <laughs> from Rob. Rob. <laughs> I'm glad we agreed on that. <laughs> Two out of three people agreed. Majority rules. Two out of three people agree. <laughs> Rob gives the best hand jobs. <laughs> the third voted for JT. <laughs> the third was Rob, and he was lying. <laughs> no, two of those, one of those persons was Rob. He's like, I jerked myself off pretty well. <laughs> I didn't realize this was a survey. <laughs> um, all right, so we're, we're going to call it, I think, for the night. Uh, we're coming back at you guys. Four more episodes. Oh, I got rent in the car. I'm going to go run and grab it. <laughs> yeah, leave that in the car. <laughs> four, four more episodes. Uh, before we move, we're going to be in a studio. We're continually upgrading, perfecting our craft, better and better for you guys at home so that you can put us on your Bluetooth speaker and make your neighbors think that you're having like a lively book club or something with your friends. Uh, or potential domestic violence, depending yes. on how loud it is. Thanks for having us over. Uh, your your tea was wonderful, um, and I will. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't read this chapter. I was busy this week. I'll come back next week, doubly chaptered. Uh, I'll give you the cliff notes. It's, it's roughly sixty percent of India's 1.2 billion people defecate in the open. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye.